0: Welcome to another episode of the Geek Two Podcast.
1: It's a special episode. It's been too long. <laughs> it is. I mean, I know
0: we kind of well holidays and life got in the way yeah. to last month's episode, so we kind of like roll it in. We're going, you know, fidget a little bit. <laughs> we <gonna> fudge numbers. <laughs> if we're only human, yeah. So what we're going to do in this episode? We're going to take a look back at 2018. I know it's. We're what a month into almost a month into uh, twenty nineteen. That's okay, and we can always look back. It's never too <laughs> too late. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. This episode is look back a lot of the things that happened in the past year in twenty eighteen. I mean, some of the good stuff, maybe some of the bad stuff, or some of the scary stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this, uh, the world has ended, and to <laughs> so the the scary stuff can be you know. Situational, depending on the person. Yeah. I mean, that's. If
0: all of a sudden the Twinkies can't be made, I mean, how many people in the population of the world will all of a sudden just riot? A lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, the phones went out.
1: (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) Lizard people take over. Lizard people, these things happen. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's what we're going to do this episode. Um, I think the first thing we'll, we'll jump on is actually, let's go ahead and jump right into AI. Okay. A lot of interesting developments with AI happened in the past year.
1: Yeah, it's definitely starting to come. Uh, I mean, it's it's always been progressing, which I actually think is surprising to some people. Uh, they were thinking it was more of a, a fad, if you will. Um, but it's definitely coming along quite well and uh, the biggest thing I believe to be uh, in 2018 is it's starting to become more cloud hosted cloud based uh, which makes it very accessible to more end users and more people Uh, this way you don't have to have a, a device that has AI built into it you just need to have a device that can access the AI which makes it very easy it's like the internet you don't have to have the internet stored on your phone no, just a device that can access the internet. Well,
0: no, also they made it where you're putting machine learning which is which is a basic of AI on your device. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's actually they what they say is that it makes what you do able to predict what you want before you even know what you're going to do. So, Facebook advertisements. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, so you wanted to go to wherever that one place is. Here you go. Here's the ad, and we already booked a trip for you. Got your tickets. You're packed up pretty much because your house also
1: is AI. All you got to do is just click this button. We swear it's safe. Yeah, don't
0: worry. (laughs) You're in our hands.
1: But a lot of things,
0: and earlier in the year, um, one of the things is uh, Google. During a Google I.O., they had their assistant, which was basically a... Uh, you have your, your Google Assistant where you can look up stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, we have all done that. Uh, or Siri with like, hey, where do I hide a body? And she'll come back <laughs> with, you know, a witty remark. But no. this one is where it actually calls like a place of business or a restaurant to book a reservation or something that... Like you would have an actual assistant do. Exactly. But it's all AI based. And the nice thing is when the other person's pick up the phone, it doesn't sound like a robot it Sounds like an, you're that person is talking to another person because they've included a bunch of like the uhs and okays and you no know, general real human, Stallers. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to I mean, kind of like a almost uncanny valley past that point where you can't really decide is it I'm talking to a robot or an actual person. Mm-hmm. So that is at the beginning of the year where they they shown us through making a uh, restaurant reservation and the person had a thick accent and it was able to understand what she was saying enough to, okay, I'm making a reservation for four at eight o'clock and everything's all set up
1: yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's one of the, the biggest things, and it's something we'll, we'll talk about a little bit later, though. But regarding, you know, accents and different mm-hmm. languages and stuff like that, and it, it needs to have that kind of capability yeah. to be able to understand that. I, I mean, this is going way back when, but I remember videos of, I think it was Siri. Where they were dealing with your more thick like Scottish accents uh, or Irish, yeah, <laughs> and they, they were, were like, "What? What they say?" <laughs> they were showing videos of them trying to use the phone. And it just would not understand what they were saying at all. Yeah, because a lot of
0: it is a lot of failure. Because just like us, or like a newborn, it's basically is a newborn. Yeah, it has to fail all this time before it's okay. Well, I understand. That. I'm starting to understand. Okay, yeah, I can speak with you now. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where a lot of people don't give credit where credit is due. Yes, it might sound scary to some people, but it could actually help other people where if they don't have uh, verbal communication, Mm -hmm. they can actually just sit there, hit a button and have a full conference. Um, Stephen Hawking, Mm -hmm. where he was able his the code that was in his software for him to actually speak or communicate with the outside world was made possible with a little bit of AI. It was getting, It was definitely getting there.
1: It helped. It was, it was uh, predicting like words and all he had to do was just pick letters. It, just like the keyboard on your phone right now. They're tradic- the uh, predictive AI. text. Yeah. That's a little bit of a small feature of AI. Mm-hmm. Very small. But yes. So AI is everywhere. <laughs> it's definitely getting there. And then. Um one of the things that was last year that they started doing was um uh we were talking a little bit before the show about this is actually rendering uh pictures. Mm-hmm. Um you can give AI uh a million pictures and tell it pick out the, you know, the red convertible. Yeah. It will go through and it will find the red convertible out of the million pictures, but you tell it Hey, make a picture of a red convertible on a beach. <laughs> it can't make it. Er, er, that's what's going to happen yeah. <laughs> <at> first. <laughs> but it's it's starting to get to a point um, where now, like for example, you can get a bunch of pictures of celebrities, mm-hmm. and it can mash those pictures together and make a completely unique person that is actually to a normal
0: uh, person's eye completely. I mean, you wouldn't tell it's fake or not. You'll look at it and say, oh, that's a picture of uh, I some star, I guess. I don't know who that is. Yeah. But within 18 days of the AI and the computers is bashing and merging all these different things together, in less than 20 days, you get a picture that is comparable to like a real photo mm-hmm. that is completely generated and
1: it's no basis in reality whatsoever. And then uh, another thing that they were doing uh, last year that came out is... Uh, It's dueling neutral networks, Uh, basically what they will do. Because the whole way that we as humans create things is it takes imagination. Mm -hmm. It takes a thought in your head that's not out there. And for you to sit down and to actually create whatever was in your head. AI doesn't have that kind of creativity yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what they do is they take two AI and pit them against each other. And so we'll take the example, the red convertible on the beach. One AI will create what it believes to be a red convertible on a beach, run it against the second AI. The second AI goes, no, that's not it. We'll try to bounce it back. It'll make its adjustments, bounce it back. And they just sit there and they go back and forth. And that's where the creativity, in a sense, comes from. And it will create a completely new, unique image mm-hmm. based off of its own recognition and bouncing it between two AIs. Yeah, I was just looking at it because I, I
0: remember you uh, saying with learning and between two AIs is the uh, um, AI DeepMind with against the uh, world's top Go player mm. and beating him. But that was uh, like 2017, 2016. But still, it's something where like that, it's learning, but also learning from us. Yes, because that's actually that's we model these AIs or software or anything like that off of what
1: we can do or know how to do. Yeah, uh, DeepMind, uh, Google Brain, and Nvidia are the mm-hmm. key players in it. Yeah, so, so basically, we're
0: we're pretty much um, trying to put a little bit of us in creating
1: a new life form. It's <laughs> what what I find the the, the most. Uh, hilarious part about it, though, was that the the solution that they're currently uh, that was created last year that they are running with, uh, it started during an academic argument at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where, where else would you do it? <laughs> that means it's got a good solid foundation. Yeah, are <laughs> on a bar napkin with a bunch of you know whatever spilled on it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And so it's pretty much, yeah, it's like anything in like a sleazy bar. I'm not going to say a sleazy bar. <laughs> I don't know where. It could have been like the
1: nicest bar in, Who knows? in like Silicon Valley or whatever. It's fun to think of it as a sleazy bar though. Yeah, <laughs> it's some, like, like hold a wall the with a dirty floor. Bikers everywhere. <laughs> I love how sleazy bars have to have bikers. Bikers are some of the nicest people. I know, right? It's just like, I mean, it's just a stereotypical like, oh, it's better not go in that place. Look at
0: all the bikers. <laughs> And they're probably, no, <laughs> taking it back to uh, you know, Disney with uh, Tangled, <laughs> with the uh, Ugly Duckling Bar. And oh. all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, it could be the nicest people on earth. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's just that, it's that trope. Yeah, it's, that, it's a well-worn trope. <laughs> but the, I, I mean, I guess the, the biggest reason that we're excited about it and looking at it is because AI really can open up the best way of putting it, I hate to say open up the world because that's just kind of stupid to be perfectly honest with you, but Um, it's another trophy. (laughs) Yeah, it really, it opens up uh, a new realm of thinking about Mm -hmm. things. Um, Because... While humans are very creative and very good at coming up with solutions to problems, mm-hmm. we also at the same time can very easily overlook problems because we're accustomed to it.
0: Well, yeah, because we only look at how, uh, how our process is doing a certain way. Or, you know, it's like the old saying, uh, two heads are better than one. Mm-hmm. And so we got like our world's thinkers, like, oh, millions of people thinking of one problem. That is an issue where you can have them still working on that issue, but add in AI that can look at billions of different ways of doing mm-hmm. it within a relatively short amount of time. Yeah,
1: it can just absolutely process that information. Because its processes are so yeah.
0: much faster than, like, you put your hand on a, on a hot stove, it's going to be like a nanosecond. <laughs> like, oh, hot. Oh, lift up his hand. <laughs> yeah. But robotics is also could be also a part of that as well with we've seen with Boston Dynamics mm-hmm. and their atlas was way out there now including with AI we're thinking I don't know if you saw it with the video where it, it, their uh,
1: Atlas robot can do flips and do almost like parkour, pretty much now. Uh, the, I've seen some of the, I've seen all kinds of robots that they have, and mm-hmm. it's it's definitely it's almost scary. Yeah, for yeah. the people that are scared about it, it's not helping because they are just developing more and more. And it's just re- <laughs> pretty much it's relatively quick how fast we seen like when the Atlas
0: robot. I mean, they're going pushing with a hockey stick, falling over on its face. And you're like, well, that's not nice. <laughs> you know, the uprising
1: is going to go after that guy first. My favorite is when they take the videos from that and then they do the little doodle faces on top <laughs> like, of it and give them a the little, little personality. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything's better with doodles. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, they have the and then they have uh, I don't know when this came out. This could be old, but they had the two dog like creatures where the one ran ran, year, yeah. ran into the door mm-hmm. called the other one that could open the door because it had the uh, the, 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 claw. the yeah, yeah the, the claw. yeah so it opened the door and both of them went through mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like okay now they're communicating with each other yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they can add that in too well they've already done that with self-driving cars and we talked about this before mm-hmm. where you're gonna have your cars speaking to one another
1: down the entire length of a highway it was all AI. Well, and that was one of the things that was uh, brought up with the the uh, the two AIs battling each other and creating as they were saying that that could be used with self-driving cars to be able to not only predict Mm -hmm. while it's on the road, but it could also train Uh, so it can take a new car. It can use that predictive imagination, if you will, of the two AIs battling each other and go, okay, well, a pedestrian comes here, a pedestrian comes here. Okay, I need to take this path, this path, and this path without actually getting on the road, mm-hmm. which is what they have to do now. They have to get on the road with someone in the car and go, okay, we're going to put a cardboard cutout of a person here. A little Timmy there. Another yeah. one here. Yeah, and we have to teach it. Okay, when you hit this part, you do this. And, then, you know, so it's it's possibly safer in that sense. Well, I can I can look at it and say, hey... It,
0: It can actively scan the sidewalks, or like say, like New York City, yeah, which is probably the worst possible place for driving, and with pedestrian traffic. I would
1: say DC is probably very close behind
0: it. Well, I don't really have any experience, or I've seen like videos and stuff on. I don't have like real world experience, but to look at pedestrian traffic and it can schedule okay, well, the little, old little lady here, she's not going to move as fast as the messenger that's running across the road. <laughs> then you got this group of kids. Well, I know that most kids are dumb and they're going to stop <laughs> looking around when Oh, a teacher's up there or my parents are up there. <laughs>
1: so it, it, can, it can predict. I feel like that needs to be the slogan for this podcast. Kids are dumb. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's, half the time parenting is basically having to
1: not have your kid kill themselves every day. <laughs> I like looking at it the way that Neil deGrasse Tyson looks at it. Kids are scientists. Okay. And they are going about the world with a scientific mind going, I wonder what would happen if I did. Blah. <laughs> We look at it going, that is stupid because, as you put earlier, that is a hot stove and mm-hmm. you're going to burn yourself. Yeah. Kid doesn't know it. They They're will. looking at it from a scientist, <laughs> scientific standpoint. I, that looks like it's glowing red. I wonder what would happen if I touch it. Oh, okay. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's painful. It hurts.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it's, AI is how we're moving about is actually very, 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 very fast. Mm-hmm. And where we seen, like maybe earlier this year, okay, this is something that we're talking about. To now, middle and later in the year, where it's actually in almost our everyday lives, it's in one way or another.
1: Well, and it's only going to, uh, it's only going to get expedited with it moving cloud based mm-hmm. with this past year and it moving cloud based. It's now going to become more ingrained in people's lives. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people already have your, you know, Alexa's and your Google homes and obviously your phones. Um, So that in a way is using again, a small fraction of AI. Mm -hmm. You tell it something and it's able to respond with what it needs, but with it becoming cloud-based and you now be able to have access to a full fledged running AI, it can now do so much more. And, and it doesn't need to take up a lot of space.
0: Mm-hmm. like a storage space, I mean, where it can be on your phone. It can take up maybe less than a quarter of your phone storage mm-hmm. is dedicated, or a chip by itself is your AI chip within your phone. Yeah, as lo- it basically is just going to come down as long as you've got that network connection. Mm-hmm. And even then it's, like, okay, well I'm not connected to the network, but this is what I know. Yes. And it can learn as much as what it can do in that Particular circumstance, mm-hmm. and then until you get to a online or you get your Wi Fi, as it uploads to its other brain, <laughs> <laughs> the main brain, the main brain, <laughs> <laughs> the hive, yeah, the hive. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we look at like shows like Black Mirror, mm-hmm. with um, I I think I want to say back to the uh, the B episode, where speaking about hive, where it's Oh, all the bees! Yes. Yeah, because yes, all yes, the bees yes, yes. are gone. So they created these uh, robotic bees. AI robotic bees, mm-hmm. and it can be used in a bad way.
1: Because you know, yeah, I was going to say that's probably not the best example, <laughs> but yeah, we, we were
0: that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's any with anything. It can be good and bad. You can well, use a hammer.
1: It's a very useful tool, but it can also be used for bad. I would actually argue that probably a better Black Mirror, I don't know the title of it, but a better Black Mirror episode for AI was the one where they were taking the consciousness of people and putting it into like a Google Home type device. I don't
0: think I've seen that one. Oh, that's actually a really good episode.
1: I think I might have, because I started
0: from like this past season, season four, I think it was, with the uh, Callister.
1: It's uh, started. It's an from episode there. that has John Hamm in it. Uh, I, I think I didn't. I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, you will have to check that one out. That one's we're, really or even better with the one
0: with the uh, where her, uh, the fiance her husband died, and basically gathered all his like everything that he said. AI built a new
1: oh, virtual him. Yeah. yeah
0: spoilers if you haven't
1: (laughs) well and that's why I wasn't going too far
0: well it's been a couple years I mean it's kind of past that point
1: (laughs) the stature of uh, spoilerism is yeah I mean it's past And you got to, you know, this is all loosey-goosey, if you will, you know, because this is a TV show. But anyways, uh, in short, what happens without going through the ending ending, uh, what happens is that they have a process where they basically implant something in your head. Okay. You go about your life for a period of time, two weeks, month, whatever, and it learns all of your kind of habits and likes, and then they pull it out. And put it into like your Google Home, your Alexa or whatever. And so when you wake up in the morning, your house temperature is set at your preference because it's literally based it's off you. of your, yeah, yeah. your like. Um, you walk out and you get toast every morning kind of thing. As soon as you walk into the kitchen, toast is popping out of the toaster exactly cook the way that you like. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Right. Um and Black Mirror takes it a little to they take a little, it to, they a little further to than that yeah. yeah in the fact that the, the way they visualize it is it's actually like her in the device like oh, it's yeah. going off the wall so it's like she's like oh my god I'm trapped in here what's going on he's like no you're, you're just you're just an AI like <laughs> look at camera number six and you'll see yourself sleeping in bed you know and you're like <laughs> <laughs> so they, they take it to that extreme, but yeah. it still is AI There's that a we point. could theoretically we can probably do something get to thing. that yeah. point. Yes, absolutely. With it learning and uh, evolving that the way that it is, mm-hmm. and then tying that in with a human brain and being able to... You know, function off of, but that will take a little bit longer. That part, yeah, about five ten years. <laughs> you, you know, with the way things have been going, who no. knows?
0: Now, going from AI, we actually going to three D printing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of interesting. Three uh, D printing kind of started out as an expensive hobbyist type of thing with plastics and all that. Yeah, the machines were kind of not the greatest when they and first they came out, and they were big. very expensive. Yeah, and, and
1: big too. Yeah, oh, they yeah, have big. the room for it it's almost like we're going through the same process with like CPUs and like memory everything yeah. uh, <laughs> um but it's definitely come quite a ways and this isn't for home use yet 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 asterisk oh yeah absolutely <laughs> terms and conditions of- <laughs> <laughs> uh, always read the fine print um but they are currently as in this last year or two roughly have uh come out with a metal 3d printing okay um and it's it is full-fledged it's not cnc type 3d printing which a lot of people would tend to think that's what they would think yeah you just make this piece of metal you shave whatever you want correct no this is actual metal 3d printing that they're doing uh which means that they can create more complex shapes Mm -hmm. Mm, excuse me, uh, than what they can with, you know, your CNC uh, type machine. Um, So what's nice about that is that can actually change uh, manufacturing and warehousing and distributing uh, exponentially. Because now instead of, we'll just go automotive, it's kind of an easy one to deal with. Yeah, because you do a large scale, something like that with automotive. Correct. Uh, So now instead of a manufacturer, you know, we can even just use, you know, Ford, Chevy, you know, any of the actual car manufacturers instead of them having to have a warehouse Mm. of parts for all the makes and models of their cars going back however many years they go and all their changes that they go through for the most part they have to have some form of stock to keep the warehouse yeah, uh, to keep the cars running and on the road because that's part of
0: their their, I think it's legally they have to have so many years of available parts for cars that they sold I think it's let's say 10 years or let's say 20 years of parts that you have to have on hand in case you know somebody's car breaks down i need a widget for widget a for this Mm -hmm. okay it'll take two weeks to come from a warehouse
1: but here you go they've got it yeah um so now the nice part about it is they can now scale down the size of what they actually keep on hand because they don't need warehousing correct so they could keep kind of the more uh uh, like the one part that fits five types of vehicles mm-hmm. that is more commonly replaced, you know, something along those lines. Uh, you know, we could do something like, uh, you know, brakes. Yeah. You know, something that's kind of replaced regular pads. Your, yeah. your, your. Uh, Shoes. Well, <laughs> well, now they can, you know, create a stock of those items. So it's a more expedited turnaround, but you need something that's a little more rare, mm-hmm. um, you know, a CV axle. Let's say it's a little rarer that something like that gets replaced without going true, you know, off-roading aftermarket or sport. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And it's like a normal everyday people. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) You know, in a situation like that, they can then 3D, you know, metal 3D print this axle and ship it off. And as we know, 3D printing. Is very quick compared oh, yeah. to actual manufacturing. Nowadays. Because with manufacturing,
0: you have your raw material. You have that's basically you're not at your a plant. You're not uh, smelting, or the correct term I think is smelting. I probably could be wrong, which I know I am. I know smelting has to do with metal and melting it yeah, down. <laughs> Metalurgy or, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> alchemy. <laughs> but they have another. They're, they get it from a third party that makes just this stuff their ingots and all that sorts of stuff ship it to four plant that makes presses the the sheet metal into whatever they, they need mm-hmm. that motion goes they have to store yeah but 3d printing is basically well let's we need a new door for a 2017 Mustang
1: okay give us uh, we'll have it to you tomorrow well and that's the nice part about it is uh, now not only does that work kind of date forward mm-hmm. but it also is retro. It can take your yeah. older more classic cars that it's really hard to find good parts that aren't beat up or rusted or you know whatever. You're picking the uh, pick and pull lots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 3D print out a new whatever you need you know back then a lot of everything was steel on the car so you could do body panels to you know everything then you can actually do lighter materials like do carbon fiber or do something because it does
0: not necessarily have to be steel or any kind of type of metal it can probably go for like i said carbon fiber or aluminum or i mean very very possibly you're looking at your let's say what 1950 pontiac or buick and that's all like solid, not solid steel, but it's a heavy vehicle for what it is. You change out the material to aluminum, much lighter, with the same engine, and you have a go-fast machine. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not carrying around four, or 5,000 pounds of
1: weight just in the body itself. And the nice part about it is that the uh, printers for it are actually, I mean, for you and me, Way not, out of our price range. Yeah, we're not going to have it in our garage. <laughs> <laughs> but for your businesses, um, I think I, I saw somewhere in here that the uh, the fur the uh, uh, the first 3D metal printer uh, that was released. Um, this was actually back in 2017. Uh, was under a hundred thousand. Oh, pocket change. Well, I mean, (laughs) for being the you know the newest thing Mm -hmm. out there, that's actually relatively a good price. I'll I'll take two. Yeah, (laughs) let me just go refinance my house real quick. (laughs) Houses. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's what. Yeah, that's a whole other can of worms. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, they're they're doing stainless steel. They're they're doing a lot of that, and Mm -hmm. it is stronger than current produced because a steel. lot because
0: what we do is pressing uh, molten metal pretty much into a former shape mm-hmm. and there are where it can incur stress fractures or microscopic fractures from that process because you're taking something that is in a cube form and squeezing and pressing
1: it with tons of force or even or even you see it more with aluminum, but they do do it with stainless steel where you're taking a a flat sheet Mm -hmm. and then you're pressing it into these weird complex shapes. Yeah, like door panels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so it absolutely can cause, you know, small issues. Uh, They're saying here that uh, researchers announced uh, that they had developed a 3D printing method for creating stainless steel parts twice as strong as traditionally made ones. So, I mean, that's... Not only is it... Uh, faster and easier. But the fact that it's increasing the tensile strength of the mm-hmm. product means that our current conceptions of the strength, you know, of how things handle, well, now that changes.
0: Yeah, because now you have to totally re-engineer, like, crumple zones and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Because if you just take a one-to-one ratio from, like, a uh, press and steel to a 3D printed they're not really going to react the same way because it's a different because it looks it looks it probably looks the same but it, the way it's built yeah. is completely different so i don't know if they had to do like a honeycomb wafering or whatever i guess the it depends how they they print yeah. it they
1: could probably print it in a couple of different ways depending on what's to make needed make it stronger but then also you're going back
0: where you know the 1950s those cars when they get in a wreck well you turn into jelly because it's not it's staying it's in a shape <laughs> you're going to be flying into your mom and dad up in the front seat because you don't have seatbelts well, I mean
1: to be fair you were laying on the back window yeah. <laughs> we <Weep. laughs> oh, he, he's he can wake up and uh you know, dust right off yeah walk it off <laughs> yeah walk it off kid life's hard walk it off um I mean, on top of the the metal printing, they are also, um, and I, we believe they, this is within the past couple of years, but last year, I believe they started actually making them a little bit more feasible, mm-hmm. uh, but they were 3D printing homes, which is...
0: Big thing. Yeah. This I mean you is, take your small 3D printer that you're basically basically making Funko Pops with <laughs> and you
1: can make a house. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely Not out of plastic, but yeah, it's out of poured concrete. Mm-hmm. Um so it is a concrete home. Uh there are as we were talking earlier, they don't quite have like your angles, like you don't have your rectangles. You don't have your Schaefer edges and <laughs> yeah. chamfered edges, I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> but it isn't quite as I joked about earlier it's it's not a yurt (laughs) you're not living in a circle well you could if you want to I mean yes absolutely you're printing it you can make it whatever you want um But it is when it gets to what would traditionally be the corner of a room or a house, it's just more curved. Yeah. But it's a slight curve. They've gotten it to that point. Uh, when it first came out, there it was more sweeping, big, long curves. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they refined the process. Yes, going through it in different ways.
0: And a big thing is we were talking before starting the, uh, the show is taking this technology and adding it or not adding it, but bringing it to like uh, developing nations and Mm -hmm. where a lot of people, they don't have enough money or, or no money whatsoever. And they're basically living in a shanty or a
1: cardboard box of full stuff, wherever they could find Mm -hmm. and wherever they are. Oh yeah. I mean, we were talking about, you know, uh, the homeless, you know, situation, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just your everyday homeless, your homeless vets, like all of them, uh, I believe uh, Josh found an article uh, earlier that was talking about a. It's a tiny home, Um, like it falls under the category.
0: Footage it is, Uh,
1: but it was a home that was built for either at or just under ten thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the model is six hundred fifty square feet and consists of a living room, kitchen, bedroom, bathroom, and a shaded porch. It went to finish within twenty four hours and it cost less than ten thousand dollars. Which
1: is, I mean, it's Which is pocket huge. change. It really is. Like, it, yes, it's a lot of money, but at the same time, it's not a lot of money. No, Especially and with the housing market. That's probably larger than the most New York City apartments. <laughs> <laughs> Depending. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Micro. Um, really? <laughs> it's really, I mean, 650 square feet. That, I mean, yeah, I believe there are even apartments in this area that mm-hmm. fall, one-bedroom apartments that fall in that area. And this is a freestanding home. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Could. Like, it's... And It, it looks nice too. It does. Uh, we'll obviously we'll link you know to this In the but, show notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's quite the nice uh, home. We were saying you know you could take something like that, and especially with military currently, we'll just kind of use that as the as a set example. Um, you know, because it's all government funded and based anyways, and yeah. they're always pouring money into it. Uh, it'd be very very easy to. Establish neighborhoods that are full of these 3D printed homes. That way, all veterans have a house. Yeah, doesn't mean they have, mean they have to use it. Yeah, but they if have they the find their, yeah, if they find themselves in a situation that they are going to be homeless they could come here mm-hmm. you know what i mean and and, and it's
0: not they can not just do i'm sure they can do different um, designs i mean it's it's 3d oh, printing absolutely. i mean you can they just can do whatever plug in with a computer it. and you can do two story after you do this just move the machine up level and then you got a two story house
1: yeah absolutely uh, so i mean they can do so much with it but it's based that we've seen right here on this one particular article I'm sure there's plenty oh, more yeah. out there you know that there's so many options that you could very easily I mean even a city you know what I mean a city in itself take Tampa or Pinellas or you know whatever I know Pinellas isn't a city um, well, I mean someone classify it as because it's, it's a never ending it's like oh we're uh, clear water okay now we're lar- <laughs> wait, where, where's the changeover I mean I would, We'll take it to an easier level, a state. You know what I mean? Like they could, they could very easily put funding into their budget, and I say easy to make it seem like they're just sitting around with none of the. I know it would yeah. take. Well, now they're not doing anything. Well, to be fair, <laughs> I th- hopefully, at the end, when you hear this, or <laughs> that'll change. <laughs> well, that'll be in a couple of days or tomorrow. <laughs> um, But I mean, you could put that in there. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. To me, it seems like a very feasible thing, especially in areas where homelessness is a epidemic, you know, where there actually is quite a bit. This seems like something that could very easily it's another tax, but it could be covered and taken care of within a year. Well, I'll take two. that,
0: take your what you said, and not even have the government pay for anything. Have someone like Elon Musk or Bill Gates come in, you know, say i'm gonna pop down let's say 200 million dollars for buying a section of land or whatnot a building tear it down and put this up in its place at fractions of pennies of the dollar Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's actually doable where building something people will look okay how what's a time frame we're looking at months years typical uh Times right now of building structures. Yes. And this can be done. So it's one building in and day. one day.
1: And that's just. Let's, using, say, let's
0: say two days. Because, you know, the roof, the electrical and all that. And
1: well, yeah, okay. I mean. Let's, you could say, let's add, say two days from one building. Let's just even say a week. To be okay. perfectly honest with you. A week start to finish. Because a day for the building. And then, five, you know, six days for mm-hmm. everything else. Yeah. Um, that's just one 3D printer. So then you got a whole section of all. Let's say let let's say fifteen,
0: of these going at one time. Yeah, that's just it. So in a week, you have
1: fifteen units going up. Now you go by two weeks.
0: Now you got thirty.
1: Yeah, I mean it just it keeps it just keeps going. You mm-hmm. know, and you can spend an entire week just printing a bunch of homes, and then the rest of it is set out to do all the electrical, all, the, you know, yeah. all that stuff, while the rest of the homes are being printed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you could just daisy chain it and just keep going. Like and it's, it's this better construction than what we're seeing in our our area. I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure it's also the same in your area, where all these developments are going up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But those are normal construction of uh, first floors, cinder block, and then top floors, maybe... You're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. Or it could be all <laughs> wood construction. Yeah. And they're going up within what, a month, two months? And you're thinking, okay, what am I going to have to deal with down the line <laughs> when, okay, it starts settling or anything? This is a concrete building, a house that is probably stronger,
1: more probably hurricane-proof to a certain point. Depending on how the, how it's done. Or whatever absolutely. the materials that they're using in yeah. the concrete. Well, and the fact that it's, as we've talked about, the fact that it's actually 3D printed, you mm-hmm. can choose how the wall itself is Printed, So you could do your honeycomb, as we yeah. used as an example, type structure to give it some more stability. You could do just a standard flat and I pile think this up.
0: also had a honeycomb, or is not, this is like a honeycomb where it's like a cardboard where it, it zigzags. zigzags. Yeah, yeah, I think that's why I looked at the video. It was zigzagging. So it has that reinforcement of honeycombing. mm mm-hmm. uh, as a reinforcement base within the walls itself Some no rebar no nothing
1: correct so i mean there is so much that could be done with this and i, I what blows me away and the reason that i'm and I kind of got passionate about it, is the fact that it 10 grand like that's it's 10, really not 10 grand you're starting at um
0: look at say not even a cost of land itself yeah most, most of the times, I say average of say thirty to fifty grand. That's for your land, mm-hmm. and that's not including your house, or infrastructure, or power, and or anything like that.
1: That's ten grand. Here's your house. Well, I mean, actually, <laughs> it, kind of going and joking about the, the the government shutdown and all that. There was the the crowdfunding of the wall. Oh yeah. Where they raised all that money just from your standard Americans. You a couple hundred million dollars for. It was more than that. It was like in the billions, I oh, think. Oh, really? Yeah. Of course, or at least that's what the goal fund. was. I think it was being refunded
0: because uh, GoFundMe is like, yeah, we're not going <laughs> to.
1: <laughs> um, but I mean, you think about it. Why not do this? Yeah, instead of building walls, people, let's build houses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Without getting into the politics side (laughs) of this (laughs) whole thing. America. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying, like, that is something that is very, very feasible. Yeah. It's very easy to handle and do. Um,
0: I mean, you can have a community come together, do uh, baking, I don't want to say cook-offs, but Oh, I'm blanking. Girl Scout cookies. On Girl Scout
1: cookies. <laughs> <laughs> which is coming up. <laughs>
0: but it's just small little things that you can come up with. Ten and $10,000 is easy to come
1: with. I and mean, when yeah. people like, here's a dollar, here's five, here's 20, here's 100. Oh, I and that's just it. It doesn't matter how much you give, it's the mass amount of people that's yeah. giving. It's your that's your volume
0: is coming in yeah. and easily can achieve
1: one or more of, I of mean, these. It, I don't know the exact numbers, but I mean, you look at how many Americans there are living in the United States If everyone- that are homeless. And- well, just in general, the amount of oh, Americans yeah. living in the United States, if everyone gave a dollar, mm-hmm. very yeah. easy for everyone I
0: mean, to you're $1. paying two, three dollars for your cup of coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> or
1: again, going back to taxes, yep. you're paying out hundreds in taxes, unfortunately. We yeah. all hate it. You know what I mean? Like, it's very easy that you, you could do something <laughs> like that. Um, so, I mean, it's obviously we're not trying to create an upheaval here or it's just call to action. (laughs) We're getting to a point with technology and manufacturing and development that some of these problems that we're experiencing in this world can be solved. Yeah.
0: And I, I want to cut off and just say, I can, I already know some people are probably saying, well, what about the jobs? If all the machines are doing this, what are we going to be doing? (laughs) Well, you know what? You're going to be out there fixing the machines and doing stuff, so there's no reason to worry
1: about that. I, you know, we've—I know we've talked about this a couple times on this show. It, I get it, but it drives me nuts. The whole reason that people are worried about jobs is because they're worried about their financial stability and being mm-hmm. able to pay for things. But if everything just runs, there's nothing to.
0: Yeah, it's, like it's, it's the uh, Star Trek uh, future. Yeah. You don't I mean, have to work. You don't have to worry about money. It's just it's stuff. It's utopia-esque.
1: It is. Yeah. Tea, Earl Grey, hot. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't mean that you can't logically get there. No. Like, and,
0: you, well, what it does, it takes... Th- this is just... Blowing everything out of water, it's going off on a tangent. Is basically instead of having to worry about your nine to five or what how I'm going to pay for X, you're go actually you're free to do your whatever you want to do. Your imagination is now truly unlocked mm-hmm. to do. Oh, I want to take up painting. Well, before it's like, well, I want to take up painting, but I gotta fit it in between six thirty and seven thirty. <laughs> I have to go to sleep, and then I have to wake up for work. Now you like. Oh, I wake up at 11. You know, some people are actually still are actually doing this right now, but mm-hmm. the general population is locked into this nine to five rat race and mm-hmm. we're, we're in it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was some I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to do what I want to do. Yeah. But then bills and
1: yeah. All the responsibilities. That, that comes in kicking your butt. You're like, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But, I mean, it's all... I had a dream. (laughs) Well, and to be perfectly honest with you, where where our future could very easily go in regards to the jobs is it's not the physical side, Mm -hmm. but it's the side, uh, kind of what we were talking about earlier, where your job is no longer something that you have to lift box A, move to box B. It's more... The creative, the mm-hmm. thinking, the part that the machines can't do yet, Yeah. that they can get there, but they still, you, know, you still might need that human interaction. Think of your articles, your web, everything that you're experiencing and you're looking at online and that you're taking in. Yes, machines can do that, but it doesn't it's not there yet no so you're, it's, you're very infantile I want to say
0: mm-hmm. where it's the machines are at an infant stage of learning and doing and being creative
1: yeah it's they're uh, basically just finger painting yeah. <laughs> all this is gonna you know take time but that doesn't mean that they can't get there and it doesn't, and it mean, doesn't mean that, mean that uh, humanity is doomed correct and we shouldn't <laughs> we shouldn't stray away from it just because of a potential what if yeah there's so many what ifs.
0: This that's every morning, morning you we wake talk up, about. What yeah. ifs. <laughs> every every morning you wake
1: up, your life is full of what
0: ifs. <laughs> yeah. What if I stayed in? Or oh, it's it's cold out. But the comfiness in this bed. Is, <laughs>
1: what if I stayed in? Or what if I had to go out? <laughs> I mean, there's there. It's just everything. everything, 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 everything that you take. I, honestly, everything that you do. You don't have to do. like So you look at it and be like, well, no, I have to shower. I have to brush my teeth. No, you technically don't. Yes, you will deal with the ramifications yeah. of it, but you do have that choice. So your world is full of what ifs. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you're sleeping, there's what
0: ifs. <laughs> but... They could fully go on back into our, t- <laughs> our show. <laughs> like a re- I was going to reel our back in. <laughs> well, I mean, we're coming up to the end anyways. I mean, that was a good portion to end it on. It's a, f- uh, philosophical <laughs> type of, uh, leaning, <laughs> but it's kind of awesome to look about how 2018 came about and how everything. There was a lot that gelled. got
1: overshowered, over, overshadowed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I died. <laughs> there was a lot that got overshadowed. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can possibly
0: go over every
1: little thing or even every big thing that happened. Well, and there's stuff that probably happened that we haven't even heard about yet yeah. because it just hasn't been made public because there's still, you know, or we're looking a fluke? In the wrong, can we do it again? You know, yeah, no, no, we're no. looking in the wrong circles
0: and it's just like, I mean, <laughs> it's just, this stuff is out there. But if you have anything that you thought of that could have been, that we didn't talk about, that could have been like a big... I'm not going to say game changer, but something that happened in the
1: world of 2018 that you thought, hey, that's pretty interesting. Let us know. Absolutely. Or if you want to add to our philosophical rants, yeah. by all means, I'm always good for an <laughs> argument on that side.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, that, that's the most fun thing is when you can have a great discussion about that. Exactly. And you don't have to come to blows because... <laughs> Why?
1: (laughs) That's half the fun is the different viewpoints. Yeah. everyone thought the same we'd make no progress.
0: I'm wrong in a lot of things. I'm right in a few things. Same thing with Joe. (laughs) It depends if you ask our wives or not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awkward pause. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to get uh, let us know of anything, you can look us up on Twitter, uh, Facebook, our Facebook page, everything like that. Email, or if you see us on the street, pull us aside. Don't be gentle though. I, I would be surprised <laughs> if someone pulled us aside. Well, now that you said it, someone will. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, come here. How do you know who I am? (laughs) Who do you work for? (laughs) So, yeah, thank you for listening. This is our look back at 2018. I know it's a, a month behind, but we were.
1: This, for January, we're doing like a BOGO. We're doing this month and then January's episode. We wanted to make sure we got a really good look at the look behind yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I mean, you can't do it with you know, dealing with Christmas and, and New Year's and stuff. There's just, ain't nobody got time for
1: that. I just, uh, I don't know what happened in December, but man, the sicknesses is just, yeah. went rampant. <laughs> it's, it,
0: it went through everything, everyone, everybody. Oh my God, it was nuts. But
1: thank that you for listening. It should have been in our look behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the health of the 2018. How healthy were you in 2018? Yeah. How many sick days did you take? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs>
0: so thank you for listening to the Geek 2.0 podcast. I'm Joe. No, you're Josh.
1: See? <laughs> wow. That is Josh. I am Joe. <laughs> mm. I was going to stop right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see you on the next
0: one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Geek 2.0 Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash geek 2.0 podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at geek 2.0 podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at geek20podcast.com for older episodes, news, and much more. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast through your favorite podcatcher player of choice. The Geek 2.0 podcast is part of the Collective Network.